Now it's time for Texans players to take you inside the game. But as a player, you got to use the little things and the details. And they'll take you outside the white lines, too. Bread pudding, apple pie and ice cream, peach cobbler, or sweet potato casserole. Yeah. Welcome to the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. Live from Fuddruckers with your hosts, Mark Vandermeer, D.P. Sidhu, and Drew Doherty. And welcome. We're at the Green Raid location tonight. Mark Vandermeer, Drew Doherty, and DJ Reader in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. All right, rock and roll. Here you are. Wearing a Bregman jersey tonight. Yes, sir. Representing. Yes, sir. Very nice. I thought maybe a Cole or a Verlander, but you know, Bregman. Bregman. You could really wear any jersey, any uniform you want to wear, but you picked that one. That's nice. Yeah, Bregman's a good guy. Did you were you able to watch the other night? I was able to watch a little bit. Okay. You're um, in the hotel. Yeah, I was in the hotel. Okay. Super excited. You know, it was good. It was watching. Best was like Chapman's reaction after the home run got hit, right? He like, smiled. Just kinda, like, it was just, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you threw your stuff up there and somebody hit it. Like, you, what, do you, what can you do? You can't. You, that's all you can do. How would you have reacted? You were a pitcher once. <sighs> not like that. Not like that. I'm not, I'm not the best loser. No. I'm a very, very sore Sore, sore, sore loser. And it's something that I really need to work on. <laughs> really? And I've gotten better. I'd okay. rather you not have to work on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I've yeah. gotten better. Yeah. I just don't, like now, I just don't. I separate myself from my phone about two hours. Well, you know, that's not a bad phone. idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're a good okay. loser or bad loser, I think no, that's, it's that's not a bad idea. But it's really, really bad. Like, yeah. I got to work on it. That's something I got to work on. All right, so when you pitched, yeah. did you ever give up one? I mean, obviously not an ALCS uh, game-winning or losing home run, but did you ever give up a big hit and have a situation yes. like that? I gave up some big bombs in my day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, threw the ball, I threw the ball extremely hard. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some days when you don't got your stuff and it's flat, it's not it's like good. Ball, yeah, they just stick the bat out there and the ball goes a long way. Yeah. yeah. I remember my junior year. I gave up, like, the inning before the, the seventh inning, because in high school you play seven innings. The, seventh, the top of the seventh, I gave up a home run to this kid who was, like, in the ninth grade. I was, like, a junior. And exactly, Ricky, Ricky Pearl's son, Austin Pearl. Oh, wow. Hit a oh. home run off me, and I was like, I have been training against this kid since I was, like, little, like, throwing up chairs, shoving, shoving, shoving. Right. He hit that home run. I was like, you kidding me. The game, <laughs> the go-ahead run. Luckily, we got up the next inning and won, so it, it, it saved me some embarrassment. But I've definitely given some big bombs, for sure. Yeah. In, in high school, does it help when you're a pitcher and then you know that you're going to get your ups as well, your at-bats, yeah. to be yeah, able to I mean, remedy? Will Myers actually hit a really far home run off me in high school, and it kind of shattered my confidence from pitching for a long time. <laughs> so, like, it, he really messed me up. Like, my freshman year, I didn't pitch again until my junior year. It's crazy. Wow. But you got to feel a little bit better now. Yeah, now. now he's in a, he he, yeah, is. now he's, in the, he's playing You're, the majors. He's getting great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel great now. But he, oh, my God. He obliterated that ball. He had a ball. He had a home run to the left, mm-hmm. a home run to center, and then mine was to finish it off to right. And I was like, my coach, it wasn't necessarily I didn't want to go back there. My coach was like, look, man, we can't put you back up there. So my junior year, I got back up. There. I mean, this is great that we have a baseball playing Houston Texan with us, DJ Reader at Fuddruckers Greenway location. So tell me something. Chapman pitching to Altuve. He's mm. got a man on first. Uh-huh. 
Do you pitch around Altuve ideally to put him on? Now you're putting the game-winning run on second, and that's a touchy situation. Who who's a, who's a, who's an on deck circle? Is it uh, is it Marisnik? Uh, it was Marisnik, but I mean Chapman is. I mean, Chapman, some say like he's just, the best in the game, and yeah, he, I mean, he, he's kind like, of the mentality. I'll get anybody. That's kind of like you basically saying you're just going to give up on it. Like you don't. But you're not going to. As I'm a not closer saying, in that situation, is tough, right? Especially being who he is and yeah, who he is as a closer. The the type of closer he is, right. he's such a dominant fastball closer, such a physically imposing guy. Like, it's hard for you to back down from that challenge if somebody step up there. Yeah, you want – it's like in the first – I mean, the second game when they didn't bunt. Mm-hmm. When they got the first two runners on, didn't bunt them over. With Brett Garner? Yeah. That's, that was the craziest move in the world to me. But analytics say that you should well, get a- in that situation. A.J. Hinch said it two years ago, text, uh, <laughs> Astros acquire Verlander, and he says – I had my first meeting with him, and we went over, and I was like, uh, usually we pitch around this guy. And Verlander, like, cut him off immediately mm-hmm. and said, we're not going to pitch around people when I pitch. So it's like, <laughs> And I think Chapman probably is in that same sort same of mindset, mindset. yeah, because yeah. he's that good. And, and, and A.J. Hinch is like, okay, cool, you know, because that's who, that's who it is. That's Justin Verlander. That's what you do. But you don't want to, like, pipe one down there for him to drill it out. However, yeah. that's easier said than done, right? Yeah, I mean, you throw a slider, and you get it up in the zone, which – up in the zone for him is not up in the zone for everybody else. Right. <laughs> so, so you don't know. You don't know where that pitch would have been on a regular person. Like, you have no right. idea. Altuve but, having the small yeah, strike up, zone. Up in the zone. So you just, that's a That's tough. interesting. But he had a look on his face, Altuve, that I think translates into all sports with guys who are clutch, right? Mm-hmm. And I said to Bill O'Brien last night, I said, we got one of those guys, a quarterback. He's mm-hmm. got the look at his eyes that he's going to get it done. And... Look, it doesn't always happen, but it's going to happen more often than not where he's yeah, going to get the job for done. For sure. For sure. Those guys look for those type of moments. And yeah. You, you could tell you had the right person up there, especially that at bat in that moment. Mm-hmm. So you said you're a sore loser. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it didn't go the way you wanted to on Sunday, but just a little bit more on that. You say you avoid the phone for a couple of hours or you need to. How hard is it to stay away from reading stuff that's said about you? Whether I do. It's in... I read it. I read all of it. Oh, I, you do? Oh, yeah, I read everything. It's, it's just me. I don't, I don't read too far into it. Mm-hmm. People have been saying stuff for a long time. But there's a lot of good stuff there's about of you good out stuff. there. There's, yeah. I mean, there's some bad stuff sometimes. I feel too. like you're, you're getting a lot of positive reviews. Yeah, for most – I mean, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I read all the stuff about, like, our team and stuff, too. I just – I don't like seeing that stuff about, like, my guys, guys who got, like, personal relationships oh, with yeah. my guys who I know and stuff like that. But I do read it. I for sure read it. I'm like every other person, millennial, I guess. <laughs> I get on there. I read it. Um, I don't think that's I, that, I don't think that's limited to millennials. That's, uh, yeah. that's everybody, yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think I just I get on there and I kind of, like, formulate my opinions about it and then I pick them up and throw them in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I see guys after the game because you're not allowed to get on Twitter or social yeah, media yeah. for like 90 minutes, yeah. and they're instantly on their phone. Is yeah. that like part of the healing, moving on process? Uh, mine's more so with? like hopefully like I got a text message from like my mom if we lost or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah, she's like, oh, well, y'all play good. Like I hope I get one of those. <laughs> like, I thought your mom was so tough on you. She is, and so I don't get those. Like she, <laughs> she texted me, I guess like right before the plane takeoff. She's like, you good? I was like, yeah. I text you when I get home. She's like. I figured, because she knows that it's bad. It's, oh. Mm, it's really bad. Like, I don't. Like, so, after losses, just in general? It's, after losses. It's, or is it after? It's when you, dark. Oh, it's, dark. <laughs> it's dark for your boy. It, it's just me. Like, it's just, 
I replay the game over and over and over mm-hmm. and just and like having to take those like pictures and do jersey swaps and like things like that, it eats at me. But I do know those people and have personal relationships with those people. Right. And you'd want so, them yeah. to do the same yeah, 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 if yeah, yeah. you'd and want, I would want right. to yeah, you'd want to have that like, moment. So those are tough. Really tough for me though. I struggle through them every time. Really? That's good yeah. to know because I feel like a lot of fans see players smiling on the field afterwards and they think it yeah, they're so unaffected by it. I mean those are tough. Yeah, but it's yeah. good that you come out and say like even that moment is so hard for you that yeah, you're really, like, getting like, a, really uh, suffering. A lot of times when you're doing it, it's like getting in a fight with your brother though. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's tough for you to do it. It's tough when your parents say, All right, y'all 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 shake hands and make up like you don't really want to shake his hand. Eventually, yeah. you get over it. Mm-hmm. Like at that moment, you're like, "Man, forget that. I'd rather go to my own room." Like, so you shake hands, you go to your own room. Like, get out of there quick. Right. You need a cooling off period. Yeah. yeah you well, with that in mind, you'll probably appreciate this. After the Chiefs game, I'm on the field waiting mm-hmm. on a Menahu because he had to do that, you know, Instagram. Hey, fans. Da 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 da. So I'm waiting on him because he's doing a jersey swap with Okafor. I guess they'd gone to Texas together, or they both went to Texas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, can you take a picture of us?" And I was like, "Sure." And they're holding up their jerseys. Take a few, and I go, would you guys like to hook the horns, too? And I, and I thought Okafor was going to kill me with lasers from his <laughs> eyes. And he's just like, this. No way. <laughs> so I understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. It's like not in the mood for that. Yeah. I was just trying to be yeah. you know, helpful for I mean, the University no, of Texas. I get it. I get it for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, man. And it's bad. I have to remember that opposing team's fans are just cheering for their team, too, when I'm running off the field. Yeah. Is that uh, some of them aren't, though. I mean, some no, of some of them definitely are. No, I'm saying, and, yeah. but it's just like. They're not cheering for you to leave. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't necessarily there to cheer for me in the first place is what I have to remember. <laughs> like, <laughs> there like, were a lot of Texans fans, yeah. though. I was surprised because yeah. I grew up in Indiana, and I was my sister was what on part? the Indianapolis. Nice. Naptown. So, Naptown. It was Shout literally out. Naptown. <laughs> um, yeah, so my sister was there, and I was telling her, I said, I don't remember when I lived here this many people from Texas, but there was also no Houston Texans back mm-hmm. when I lived there, but people with their cowboy hats and the Texas flag, like jackets and everything. I, I feel like mm-hmm. our fans travel pretty well everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of people from, especially like Houston, everywhere. Yeah, Like transplanted. Yeah. yeah, transplanted everywhere, and you got a team to identify with, and the team is good. So. Huge city. They go all over the place. DJ Reader is with us, former pitcher, and uh, game one of the World Series tonight. More on that in a few moments. But let me ask you about this. It's homecoming and the Fantennial for the Texans this weekend as the Raiders are in town. So a lot of former players from the Texans and some other NFL organizations as well are going to be at this game. Do you have any interaction or much interaction with any former players of the Texans? Any guys? Because uh, Antonio Smith is, I yeah. believe, slated to come out of the tunnel. Yeah. Ninja. And you know the Ninja. I do know the Ninja. But I- yeah, I'm around those guys a lot, actually. They come yeah. to a lot of events. They do a good job of coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, Chester probably the one I'm around the most. Mm-hmm. I actually used to live in one of his old houses. Oh, really? Yeah. You I live to, in... I, I, rented, I, rent, oh, I, rent, okay. I rented a townhouse from him when I first got here. So that's the house I lived for my first two years. He's a good guy. I like being around Chester. He's very funny. An original Texan. Yeah, an original Texan. So I'm around, like, you know, him and the, the guys he hangs around, like Trap J. Yep. Or Travis. Uh he once had a tree fall through his house. Was that That's, Hurricane Ike? I guess it, yeah, it did. I, I believe it did. Boy, I hope I'm not wrong about that. If you told that. me a Sorry, tree Travis. fell through his house on a sunny day, I would believe it just because there's yeah, always something fun going on yeah, with Travis. There's always something fun. There's always something great going He's on with Travis. He's a one-man carnival. Kush. I spent a lot of time with Kush, former player. And, and still do. <laughs> right. yeah. And Andre Johnson and TJ Yates. John, Andre Johnson, TJ Yates, those guys. Dent. Yep. See them all the time. That's true. We have so many former players that are just on the coaching staff. I was just with Cecil. 
and uh, previous event I was just at. So, how did it go today? By the way, you did a video today. Yes, celebration video. Is that yeah, what it was? yeah, the little Bud Light celebration video. Right, was, so you did some grave digging stuff. I did. We talked about my celebration and how we could improve it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Who was telling you? Your teammates well, were telling you how, how to improve it? We were collaborating with the Rock Boys. Me, us, there's LPC and the Rock Boys. We were trying to figure out how both of our so, work together. So celebrations could get I feel like better. the DBs need to be involved, but they've got handshakes and things, according mm-hmm. to Bernard. Or, no, yeah, no, we're not. They got we're their not. own things. Okay, okay. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them, <laughs> yeah. you know? There's a and lot of them. There's too many yeah. of them. You guys are coming in. in. They've, got, yeah, they've got secret handshakes <laughs> I mean, and stuff they got like secret that. Hand- they spent a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> so did you come up with a plan for LPC? Yeah, we had a better plan. Like a collective celebration? Yeah, better celebration plan, how we're going to go about it. I remember Antonio Smith once, he used to do this show several years back, and he said that for the sack celebrations, him and JJ would race after a sack because they knew that the first person to get their celebration done, that's usually who the rest would credit the sack to. Yeah. Is that still the case? Do you and JJ uh, race to get your celebration? You start digging there. immediately? He gets there more than me. JJ. Obviously, <laughs> if I would have started digging faster in L.A., I would have got a full sack and not have. Well, there you go. You just need to dig faster, <laughs> DJ. I think that's the problem. Mm, I don't know, man. Did you Once s- your name's kind of out there, they're going to remember yours a lot faster. Than they're gonna be like, <laughs> when he gets there, like, there's no question he got there. It's a question about the other guy. It's like, uh, <laughs> were you there, too? <laughs> were you there, too? <laughs> you get a half That's the real question. We've got to go over the tape. Very detailed. <laughs> Did you see the video of you with the, the hard hat? Yes. Okay. What did you think of that one? It was good. I like that. A little one. animation. Very, very good. Give great me a shovel. And there was a great job done. Okay. Now, we talked to Whitney about this, or was it? No, we talked to Adai about this last week. The Rock Boys, the LPC, and they're the Jungle Boys, too. Those are the special teamers, because they took a picture with hashtag Jungle Boys. So did you even know about them? It's another faction. They're start, they're, they want to start their own identity. Well, hey. Everybody has needs something to identify mm-hmm. with. Okay. You know, as long as we're all identifying as Texans, we're mm-hmm. great. That's but right. you guys have your T-shirts. So yeah, I we think got t-shirts. I feel like you're on another level yeah. now. You got T-shirts. You got I'm giveaways. We no, actually, a few of us might have tagged ourselves in the comments to try yeah. to get T-shirts. It's okay. It's, they're coming soon. I, you need to like. I'm not the one dragging my feet on that. I'm oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lunchville crew T-shirts coming soon. DJ Reader is with us at Fuddruckers. His World Series prediction is coming up. He's going to break it all down for us as game one is tonight. Also, we have questions uh-huh. from the crowd for DJ. We're at Fuddruckers, Greenway location, till 8. And we're also giving, what are we giving away tonight? Oh, later on, the, since it is homecoming for the Texans, the crew here decided that we should have Texans Radio Homecoming King and Queen. So you know I have a lot of thoughts on this, <laughs> and we're voting for Mark, those Mark things tonight. Mark is lobbying for I don't know if we're something. eligible or not, but I feel like a whole Mean Girls kind of thing going on here at Fuddruckers Greenway. It's the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show. Keep it here for more of the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show right here on Texans Radio. Without Verizon Up, your football season could sound like this. You call that a throw? Put me on that field. You know I was all conference in high school. Would have went pro if it wasn't for my appendicitis. And here's what it could sound like with Verizon Up. Scott Miller, follow me to your seats. They're all the way down in row one. The network more people rely on gives you more, like NFL tickets and experiences with Verizon Up, only on Verizon. Based on metrics by IHS Markets, Root Score Reports, 1H 2019 of four mobile networks. Results may vary, not an endorsement. GEICO presents Monster Counseling. 
Dracula, tell me how you're feeling. No one understands how lonely it is. No one will even let me into their house. I knock and I knock, but they ignore me. Uh-huh. What else? I look in the mirror and... <laughs> I don't even see myself anymore. If you don't see yourself clearly, can you really expect others to? I'm having a breakthrough. It's not easy to be a vampire. But with GEICO, it's super easy to switch and save hundreds on your car insurance. Hundreds on your car insurance. Hundreds on your car insurance. Now, back to Ruckers for more of the Texans Players Show. At Ruckers Greenway location, we'll be back here next week with an ambassador, Mark Vandermeer, Drew Doherty, D.P. Sudu, and D.J. Reader here yeah, tonight. Yeah. What's up? Wearing the Bregman jersey. Yes. What is at the game to say? Play ball. Play, Play ball. ball. Yeah. That's it. As opposed to on your mark, get set. <laughs> oh, it's like they're home advantage, He's going to improvise and say more than just play ball. You think he'll oh. go off script? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. No. Really? He seems so? like a rule follower when it comes to those sort of things. Yeah. He'll add his own flair. I mean, what's going to happen? He might like, say it in Italian. He's a rule <laughs> follower, but like, what's going to happen? Like, what are they going to do? They'll yeah. do nothing. If exactly. But, but I think so like, he'll make it fun. So nobody so knows if he actually followed the rule because nobody's going to do anything. Well, everyone well, knows what he's supposed what to do. What else could do. he say, DB? I'm not, no, DJ's saying he might improvise. I don't know. Well, I'm I don't saying, know I don't, what else he would kick say. Kick off. Maybe he'll no, do a sack like, celebration. He might like give us like or something else other than just play ball. Like a the, the Bregman like Or thing, let's go Astros, such and such, such and such. Play ball. Might get some pops from the crowd. Bum, 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 play ball. Something. To get the crowd fired up. Something. If you're throwing out the first pitch, there's a lot you can do. There's a lot you, you can do. You can imitate a pitcher. You can but do the Bregman if you're thing. you're J.J. Watt in Houston, there's a lot you can do. I guess that's you true. You can do anything. <laughs> you can do anything for J.J. Watt in Houston. So, I mean, they're giving you a mic to say play ball <laughs> and you're J.J. Watt. Have you done the Rockets free throw thing to start a game? The that, that to me, I don't, a, if, I don't know if I want that pressure. There's a lot yeah, of pressure on that. I really I wanted. Him, I wanted him to that's throw out the first pitch. He's not throwing out the first yeah, pitch like, That's either. the thing. Like I would feel so bad missing that free throw. I say no. clank, clank. As long best. as I don't airball it, yeah. I won't feel. I feel bad that they don't get the prize. I wonder what the percentage oh, is. Yeah, that's true. Oh, they don't get a prize. Oh, it's to like, charity. It's money like, to charity. If you, yeah. if you make They're it. They're gonna give you the money. Say, I'm DJ Reader. They'll give, give you the money. less, maybe. Yes. Yeah, but what about throwing out the first pitch? I feel like you, we need to lobby for you to throw out the first pitch. That seems like a no-brainer. Down for that. We'll wait till next year. They're doing good. We have questions <laughs> from the crowd in this <laughs> you segment. You don't want them to get distracted mm-hmm. by your oh. amazing pitching. Oh, All right, let's get to our fans here who are waiting in line. What's your name and where you're from? My name is Donna, and the question is, what is it like playing for Romeo Cornell on the Texans' defense? All right, Donna's question about Romeo. Rack is the man. Mm-hmm. He is just great. You know, he's been through a lot, seen a lot, knows a lot, so he's very knowledgeable, and, you know, he just helps you so much with teaching you the game of football and just things you should look at as a player trying to further your career. So, you know, I, I love playing for him. Does he ever tell stories of players of oh, past yeah. that he coaches? Because I feel like he probably yeah. has a ton of of lessons that he's that he can impart with guys that he's. That coached Lawrence over Taylor years. was a, it's a crazy guy. Back when Lawrence was. <laughs> there's a lot cr- of stories out he there. He tells you stories about there's LT. Really? There's a lot of stories about everybody that are. Oh, yeah. okay. On that Giants team. That team alone is just yep. amazing. Just. And that Carl Banks. I don't know how some of the guys were playing football back in the day. <laughs> Oh, like, what with somebody? After, yeah, after the stories, like, <laughs> or even just like the NFL films, like you watching guys like smoke cigarettes on the sideline sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. 
Like, and then you played a full game. Yeah, because the field size did not change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was still no, fifty-three yard and a third and a hundred <laughs> yards. Like that's. Do you ever look at the at the weights of some of the guys? Like me, Joe Green was two seventy-five. Like, yeah, I know, but like, I just can't imagine like the stuff that like the fact that people legitimately were out there smoking cigarettes and then yep. going and playing. Yeah. No matter what size they were, I don't. How did you? How do you, how do, do, you do it? Right. How did you do it? Like, I, that's crazy. Well, everybody. Because the people who I see, like, who smoke all the time <laughs> now, I just couldn't imagine them just being out there with me running around yeah. all the time. But, I mean, it could happen. Not elite yeah. athletes for the most part. You know. That do you is talk, amazing. Do, does he talk much, Romeo Cornell, one-on-one with you guys? Yeah. I know you, you, you talk a lot. Him, with, yeah. Yeah. Right. He, you know, he trends towards the younger guys. We ask a lot of guys who he feels, you know, have influence on the defense, a lot of questions. So we I, we talk to him a lot. He's always he's easy to go talk to. He's always talking. Rack's always around. He's around the building. He's around when we're traveling. Like you know, so he's just he's not just like that guy who's just like shuts himself off from everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to go up there and talk to him and start a conversation with him. He's the man. All right, next question for the crowd: What's your name and where are you from? Hi, my name's Josue. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I was wondering who is a player on the Texans defense that has surprised you either with play or personality. Surprising personality. Maybe somebody you got to know that has a different personality than you were anticipating. I'm a big fan of Peter Calambayu. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You are. Yeah, I am. PK, you know, this kid from Charlotte. Didn't know much about him. But, you know, he's got a really cool personality, Mm -hmm. cool vibe about him. Very smart guy. Um, Definitely didn't – I didn't expect all that coming in when he first got here. Right. He's just, like, surprisingly freaky athletic, too, so it's, like, kind of cool. But he's just, he's Peter, you know, he's, he's just, he's almost like a 90s kid. He's cool. Yeah, he's in the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, Wu-Tang, and, like, like, uh, likes 90s rap. Like, he's, a, he's, a, he's an interesting <laughs> guy. He's, very he's interesting, really chill. Very smart, very chill. Great yeah. voice, yeah. too. Not impressed about anything. He's a guy that could do a, a late-night radio call yeah, show. for sure. He, could, he definitely uh, could do that. Yeah, he's got a, Well, it's funny, as a rookie talking to him for the first time, the first mm-hmm. day they brought out all the rookies. Who's banging, by the way? Is that a game? It's a video um, game. Sometimes. It's like a video. It's like whack-a-mole. Somebody's literally playing whack-a-mole <laughs> yeah. in the back there, yeah, yeah. and we're it's hearing crazy. every bit of it. Uh, live coverage of whack-a-mole here at Fuddruckers. <laughs> it's lit. But as a rookie, the first time I've talked to him, he's one of the... <laughs> <laughs> I just got, That's a I top got that five late. use of its lit. That's <laughs> <laughs> whack-a-mole. I, like <laughs> I couldn't believe how polished he was, you know, just uh, kept back to Calumbi. All right, next question. Whack-a-mole's really messing you up, huh? <laughs> yeah. DJ. Can't yes. Tell the Mark. kid I'll give his whack-a-mole money back where's to your, him later. Where's your favorite go-to place to eat dinner in Houston? And go-to? you play whack-a-mole as well. I'm, I'm not very good at whack-a-mole. My mom beats me all the time. She's very good. Uh that was Bobblehead best. Mark from Spring Branch, by the way, who asked that. <laughs> um, best place to eat. Uh, that's tough. There's so many good places. Besides Fuddruckers. Besides Fuddruckers, you know, shout out Fuddruckers. They got really good shakes. If you haven't had one, get one. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have one. Um, this is tough. I go to Eddie V's a lot. I really mm. like Eddie V's, but I like seafood. I'm a big seafood guy. We like Del Frisco's, um, yeah. too, Mark, because they're a partner. Yeah, and like, Papa's Brother Steakhouse, yeah, they're a partner. Yeah, those guys. No, but they're awesome. All they're those totally guys, yeah. awesome. All those people, Papa's Brother Steakhouse is really good. You guys I thought ha- you were going to say barbecue, but are you mm, barbe- still I mean, not well, yeah. in the Texas barbecue the way you were in the... I told you, I only go to one place. Oh, Pinkerton's. That's okay. the only place I go to. I don't, right. I don't switch up. 
By the way, I bribed the kid five bucks to stop playing Mark whack a ball. So we're, we have peace a now. Money across yeah. me. Yeah. To someone well, to give you know, to. That's, that's what he's it gonna takes. He's just going to play more whack a ball. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, thank you. Well, you thank want you. me to play more? Thank you. I can't wait for the game. For this I'm trying for break. this prize. I'm yes. not incentivizing him to play more. All right. Next question, and this is Lawrence. How's it going, DJ? How does it feel playing in the NFL in the hundredth year? You know, it's crazy just playing the sport I played as a, that I was almost like. I guess I'd say I was scared, but just very timid at playing when I was a kid that I'm now playing for my profession is kind of yeah. it's kind of wild. You know, it's kind of, it's really cool, you know, being able to live up my dreams that I've had since I was a little kid. But, you know, it's just, the coolest thing is just watching the growth of not only me, but people who I've played with since I was younger mm-hmm. playing now in the NFL and getting older and their game, you know, changing and things like that. So it's really cool. It is cool. You know, there's so much numerical symmetry here because it's the 100th year of the NFL. Yes. It's the 50th year of Monday Night Football. Yes. It's the 150th year of college football. Boom. And it's the 18th year of the Texans. So boom, now we're boom, legal. Boom, boom, Okay, so it's all good. It's Numbers. all good. Numbers. See, I'm into Man. numerology. Not like really. The Matrix, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Mark the Matrix. Okay, DJ Reader is here, <laughs> as you can hear. And we are going to get his World Series prediction coming up. And we're going to talk about the Raiders because they're coming in to NRG Stadium on Sunday with a guy who was a little kid when the Texans started playing quarterback for them. How about that? It's the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show here at Greenway. The Big Finish is up next. The Fuddruckers Texans Players Show continues in a moment. We're back with more of the Texans Players Show, live from Fuddruckers. Here we go. DJ Reader and I were having a very deep conversation as to whether I like mint ice cream or not. And not until like the last five years, I got to tell you, it's weird. It's like an acquired taste or something. I didn't like it at all as a kid. So there you go. I guess, yeah. But my shake's coming up at 7.15. Not that I'm thinking about it already here at Fuddruckers Greenway location with DJ Reader. Oh, really? My niece loves mint and her stuff like... Weird, really weird. I, I mean, like I'll, ice cream, I could do all sorts of flavors. Best dessert going. Milkshakes, of course, here at Fuddruckers. All right, so DJ Reader is with us. And so the World Series starts tonight. It does. Washington, I don't know how closely you've studied it. Uh, a lot. Really? Okay, mm-hmm. Washington's got all this pitching, right? Yeah, and hitting. And, and they hitting. got a story. Yeah, so they have a what? They got a story. A story, Some yeah. Of last year. It was a story. All right, Kinda. so this is uh, a team, a lot of people think it's, Got a team of destiny kind of thing going yeah, for themselves, that kind right? Of story. But the Astros are the Astros. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think here? I think we got two Bulldogs on the mound tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Cole and Scherzer. Scherzer's got the whole eye thing going. Mm-hmm. Cole's a really good pitcher. Um, I think we take game one. I think it's going to be a good series. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Fun yeah. for the fans. Fun for people watching baseball. People who truly like love the game of baseball. Will really this will give you like that real nostalgic, nostalgic feel of a grudge match from baseball coming back. Do you like when they get to the National League Park and they have the pitchers? Yeah, hit and the pitchers have to hit. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be cool. I, I love that. You know what I mean? I do too. They I should. love the double switches and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's really cool. I see this. I should have did this intro right here. They should have had my voice <laughs> in the background. He's it's watching high. the broadcast. I'm yeah. DJ Reader. And you would have been good. This is how I feel about the game. <laughs> do you course. go to many Astros games in the summertime, in the spring yeah. when you're around? In the summertime, yeah. spring, yeah, when I'm around, yeah, I go a lot. Just kind of sit. 
Where my yeah. brother, me and my brother go and just hang out. Wait, Get some seats off Seat Geek and just kind of hang out. Where, where's your favorite place to sit? We've, I've had this uh, discussion with multiple people. Where's the best place to sit? I like sitting sit? like first base line, mm-hmm. but I played first base growing up, so that view I'm used to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm really used to like seeing that side. The throws come over yeah, to first. Yeah, throws come over to first, like, so it's kind of cool. I would think um, you as a pitcher would want to see the pitches behind home I, plate. I do like that. I like her behind the home plate a lot. Mm-hmm. But like just being over there, I'm so comfortable being over there because I'm so used to being that kind of side. Right. Um, I've actually, like, since we've been going so much, the, like, standing and seats out in the outfield, I've started to like more. Right. For the simple fact that, like, you just see everything coming at you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hitting and everything this way. But and you can still see a lot of the pitches. Yeah, you can still see a lot of the pitches and things like that, so it's kind of cool. But it's just it's still so far away. I don't like being that far away. What would you change about baseball, if anything, <laughs> as a sport that you watch, speed it up, or it's just fine the way it is? I don't know that you can change yeah. anything. I would, cha- I would change a lot of what, things. What would you change? Tell me I, what y'all would change I so hate, I can figure out. I, I don't like what time baseball playoff games are played. <laughs> this has irritated me for yeah. years and years because it's like, oh, the Astros are on at 11 a.m. today. Okay, and then well, tomorrow will like, be 3 p.m. And then what channel are they on? That's a time thing. You're trying to fit no, in no, a 160 no. game regular season. No, well, they got to figure it other- out. They got to be either later in the day. They got to be prime time. They can't be too late. More people would watch. Kids would watch. Adults would watch. I- I'll give you a good example. Kids on the East Coast in the Washington, D.C. area, right? This game won't start till well after 8 p.m. And they're not, the little kids, miss it. this is a bonding experience with your sport. They're not going to be able to see the end you of the think, game. You think that. Mm. Parents and kids who really watch baseball are going to go to sleep tonight? Well, the fans of those teams will not, but I'm telling you, if it's a great game and you're not invested in that team, you'll probably go to bed. How many people missed think. the other night because, well, you you're know, like not really it's into time the to Astros and you miss like well, a fantastic I'll tell you finish. how many people miss because it's not on over the air television. It's on Fox yeah. Sports 1. Like a lot of people who have cable don't even get FS1. Also, my other people, complaint. Like, a lot of things, yeah. Well, but in the hotel, you're lucky. about like things that, like, marketing. Yeah. I so am like complaining about my game. 100%. Oh, okay. the game. What are, would you change about the game? I, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. The foul territory is all water. Like <laughs> <laughs> there you go, DJ. <laughs> That's the kind of creativity so, you're going to get here on this program. Think about there'd it. There'd be no plays made on foul balls, though. You sure could dive. Yeah. You could dive I mean, and yeah. get into Haven't the water. Haven't you ever played, you know, like... Throwing, throwing the ball in the pool. Yeah, trying to make like, those awesome catches. It's going to make the game. I mean, yeah, it's going to make the game fun. Don't get yeah, me wrong. I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. It would make it really, really fun. Have yeah. sharks in it. <laughs> now you're being crazy, Mark. Now you're, now you're getting Yeah, you weren't, and I am. The uh, replays, not showing the replays. That, the DJ, that's a good gripe right there. I don't like that. It, it affects the fan experience at the game. They do show they some show replays. replays, but very few. I have and, a lot of complaints. You know, there you are buying a ticket, and they're not sh- you're not showing me you what just happened. I want to see more replays. I want to see more replays on the game. beautiful video mm-hmm. board. Okay. In the NFL, you see everything. The These things are fair, guys. Like, the, yeah. the things y'all are asking are fair. <laughs> right. Y'all aren't asking, <laughs> like, you can change none yeah. of these things. Like, we see three angles of your sacks, yeah. and, like, they'll hit a home run, and you won't see it. Like, right. That, right. that's it. You just have to commit it to memory. You'll probably see a home run. But if there's any man, if inkling of controversy to it, like a, uh, an out pitch, you will not see that. Yeah. Let me see the pitch. Hey, what about this? Pl- the little box that mm-hmm. Fox shows for the strike zone. It's been there for a few years. But, I mean, a, a lot of people, a lot of us grew up without that, okay? And one thing I, I have to applaud the umpires about is how much they actually get right 
You know, they, they get very few of those pitches wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think that's incredibly difficult. That's tough on them. They don't like, the Umpires Association doesn't like the replays in the stands, uh, in the stadium, because they feel like it's going to show them up or something or incite a riot or whatever the reasons are. But at home, there I am, and I can see if you're wrong or right very clearly, uh, but I'm not in the building. How is that any better? I don't know. Because you're not there to boo them. You're not, yeah, you're not there to you're boo them. You're at home. Them. Nobody cares. Complain. You can send a strongly worded email. They're going to get booed email. anyway. You know that. They don't want they people are. there to be All you can do is send like a strongly worded email. They don't got to hear you behind them <laughs> <laughs> all day. Strongly, blue, you strongly worded email. Look at the board. Look at it. Look, because that's what I do <laughs> yeah. in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, if I get held and he tells me I didn't get held, look at point it. Point at the board. Look at it. It's right he there. And then he's, really, a, is that he's a got a real life deal with it. Like, he's what like. Is, what is, what is, <laughs> do you refs ever say anything back when you do say look at it or when other guys say look? Oh, I, mean, I missed it. What's their. Re- Which, they just say that. Oh, you hear they that sometimes? So yeah. You say I missed it. I'm going to flip against it. <laughs> You're better off just not saying anything to me. Don't even admit any wrongdoing. But you heard Just like, look at it. But isn't it good that they say that because then you gotta you gotta make up see goodsy coming up your way like soon. Do you? Uh, <laughs> I think. Do you I just think. got what you were owed already. But you'll get another one. I don't. Maybe. I don't believe in getting even. I believe you give me the next call that was also a hold. But right. you gotta like, give me all of them. Yeah, because if you're gonna give if you're gonna say it's a makeup call, you gotta call something ridiculous like right something that didn't happen that you because. That's you what I'm just, saying. It's leaning more towards the other mm-hmm. side, and it, they, they, no, no, that no, doesn't no, work no. Like they're that. not gonna call. I had a referee tell me one time, offensive lineman jump like you, offensive tackles jump the snap a lot, right? And one, just barely. One time, yeah, he jumped, and the referee goes, "All right, I'm warning him." I was like. All right. Warn so say, I said, so say it was me, and I was a defense lineman. I jumped off sides. Would you warn me? He goes, yeah. I was like, no, you so I use some words that I shall not use on air here. <laughs> but that's crazy because there's, there's no way, right? Like, if I right. jumped off sides, there's no way he would be like, hey, oh. number 98. Right. You were off sides. You got a sack that play. You were off sides. Yeah. I'm not going to call it next time. <laughs> You're right over the ball. You're not <laughs> yeah. getting away with anything. Yeah, that's like crazy. That. I was like, that's absurd. So don't tell me you're gonna go in there and warn him. Like, throw mm-hmm. the flag, throw it. What are the refs like when you're having these conversations on field? Because sometimes they don't like it when yeah, players are arguing not. with them. So how do you do it? How do you manage that balance where you're? It's just quote a conversation because you're mad, obviously. I don't really care if they like it or not. Like, yeah. it's not like to me. But you're not. I don't have too many conversations, but like I don't. It's not like he's going to change anything he was doing for me. He was already calling it bad for me, in my opinion, because I was complaining about a call that I get, didn't get. You so, didn't, in my opinion, didn't. it was already bad. So, it's not like it could get any worse. Already, it was already missed, so it's whatever. DJ Reader with and then us. then you kind of just you go on about your business. What about <laughs> the ability to stop the run? You guys are phenomenal yes. at doing that, and you've got to take great pride in doing that. It takes a lot yes. of discipline. So, what about that? aspect of your game on the defensive side of the ball? No, you know, we, we're tough. We got a bunch of tough guys on our defense. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's that's fun. It's fun to play with a bunch of guys right. who are tough, dependable, and going to be in there and be gritty. Just got grit about them. All those guys, everybody who I line up with, and my, from my room to the guys behind me to the guys behind them, everybody's tough, pretty solid dude. And so I think we do a good job of just honing in on the run and just knowing that we're going to focus on, like, especially in our room, we take pride in it. We got one dark horse in our in the run game, and he, you know, he's killing it this year in the run. I'm, I am proud of that guy. Dark horse in the run stopping yeah. game. Yeah, run stopping game. He's been doing great this year. He's playing double teams, playing all his blocks. Mister Watt is doing his thing in the run game this year. <laughs> oh, I am <laughs> very he's happy. The dark, he's <laughs> yes. a dark. He's a dark horse now. He's the unknown. In the run game, in the run game, in the past game, he's the hero. In the run game, he's the unknown. Oh. 
Do you think he's brought his run game up? I thought to I think level. he stepped his run game up to a whole another level, especially last game. Like last game was crazy. Right, he had a phenomenal. Yeah, he game. had a great game that won't be talked about. He had a phenomenal game. And that's a team that came in fourth in the run. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line has made hats about mm-hmm. how they can run the ball. Yeah, sure. You guys limited them to <laughs> less than three yards per carry. Made. Yeah. How much? How much pride you guys taking that combined with? They had to punt four times in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. We just got to win the game next time. You know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's past the point of us want to talk about it anymore. Us yeah. Like, if we know we can do it. We, we expect to do it. It's, it's, it's on our mind. It's our goal, and it's what we're supposed to do. And so now it's to the point where we just got to win. We got to win. All we want to do is win now. Back to JJ and yeah. against the run. What, yeah. what do you think changed for him in the last two weeks? Um, mentality, us yelling at him about it. He's like you, he was lunch pill adjacent. Yeah, I mean, is yeah. he now in the lunch pill? The way because, he was playing the run last game, ooh. JJ is he was grinding. He was really, really. But you're grinding. not ready to accept. Oh him no, as I'm an not accepted Jay. Jay. Oh, you have. He is Jay in? works really, really hard. All right, this is breaking news. JJ Watt is now in the LPC. He is. <laughs> oh yeah, he he doesn't. I don't know if he necessarily wants to be in, but we have accepted JJ. He works really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's fine. He did say he makes lunch pail crew esque plays but he's yeah. not yet but this was weeks ago yeah but like he but you think the week, last few you know, weeks last, he's really last few weeks he's really honed it in on the run game he's i don't gotta worry about him and he's still yeah. and he's still making i don't gotta look out there and worry about him now you were worried about him before but wait, what's sometimes the but what's sometimes, the difference though because sometimes he used to get that look in his eye he just go rogue and i'm like, rain it in. What are you doing how's it different though because he's had all these tackles for losses mm-hmm. over the year but what's different versus that compared to now um I think he's, you know, just he's actually like playing the run. When he feels run, he's playing the run. He's not backdooring as much. He's not doing this as much. Like he's playing the run. He's playing the block. He's confident in himself on striking and shedding guys and just making plays. And that's what he's doing. You know, he's he's doing his technique right and not just relying on him being a really athletic player and being able to make those plays. He's making a lot more simple on himself in the run game, especially. Tell us about the game of Angelo Blackson, because this is a yeah. player, the Texans re-signed him in the offseason, uh-huh. and when people hear his name, they're like, oh, yeah, I've heard that guy's name a few times, but he does so much of the dirty work for you guys and maybe doesn't get that kind of notoriety yeah. that he deserves. You know, he's a killer in there, man. He's a very aggressive player, explosive, mm-hmm. big guy who can also, like, run. He's really, really athletic, but plays with a physicality that, you know, you need in that three, especially in that three technique, kind of technique spot, that loose kind of three technique he plays. It's really good. He's done a really good job this year being not only stout in the run, but he's had juice in the pass game. You uh-huh. know, we asked him to take on a lot of double teams. And, you know, we play guys, we bang around, we're in and out of the training, we bang up a lot. So, you know, he's done a great job of just being dependable and being there and being around. What's practice like for you going against the look team, the scout team? Because – you guys want to be physical in practice, but not that physical. Mm. So is it more about technique? I mean, there you are, mano a mano in practice. You don't want to hurt your, oppo- uh, your opponent in practice. That's your teammate. Think, so how does that go? I think when the pads come on, I mean, it's a physical day. Okay. It's not as physical as a game. You're not going to the ground. You're not falling as much the second and third. Not as many plays, but it's a physical day. You're, you're getting good hits on each other and thudding up. I think without pads, it's more of just feeling the blocks, feeling what you got to do, feeling – whether you're going to get this coming from here, what, how you're going to play your technique on what certain things you're going to do, just more of a visual. But you're still 
working on hands and technique and your hips and things like that. Was it different in college? All right, so I'll give you an example. My oh, yeah. kid and I were watching Rudy, right? Yeah. Have you seen the movie Rudy? Mm-hmm. So Rudy's on the scout team, and they're beating the living daylights out of him in practice. It's mm-hmm. college. You have a, uh, especially back then in the 70s, you had 100 whatever players. But you have a lot more players in college, and it's not like with the Texans, you don't, you don't have 15 offensive linemen where you can mm-hmm. just keep shuffling in practice players. So how was it in college at Clemson facing that look team? Could Our you beat, them up? beat up on us, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, what? Oh, because they have were. You, yeah, have you seen true. our defense on Clemson? Yeah. Coach Venables has that scout team so jacked up to go out there and practice against okay. us. Every day they are out there lighting us And those are up. probably the guys starting now lighting. on the O-line. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, they were young exactly. then. Yeah. <laughs> they are lighting us up on scout team. Oh, really? What? Like, okay. it's crazy. They want they, that competition. Yeah, but that's, like, he is he's on them. Like, he's psycho on them about it. And if they don't do it right, then they're going to have to run more. So they, like, and then they're, most of them are red shirting, so they're coming straight out of power hour. They're all jacked up off weights and coming out of the practice. <laughs> they're just ready to go. And that's the only action some of those guys are yeah, ever going to get. Yeah, that's the only action some of those guys get, and it's only going until Thursday. Yeah. After Thursday, we go to the hotel. They get to chill. They're like, yeah. <laughs> but they come back around. Back that when Monday comes back around, they're jacked up. They're ready to go again. And you just played a game on Saturday. Oh, so my gosh. Like, Thanks a lot. <laughs> and then no makes letter, you better. He's not letting them up because half the time he's playing scout team quarterback. So he's actively seeing. What, if Venables? Yeah. He's actively seeing if you're up there BSing. Like, if you're up there not giving 100, like, he's going to see it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. But you're not allowed. He's probably wearing the red jersey. If <laughs> Coach V, I mean, you get, you know, you get too upset in practice and you might hit him one play. He's not going like, to say anything to you. He's chippy. You think he's happy coaching the defense? I was going to say just coaching the defense. That's a lot. He's a great defensive coach. You think he's happy doing that or would yeah. rather lead a program? Or no, think? I think he's I don't know if people who don't play defense are ready for Coach Venable's energy. Okay, I don't, I don't know if they can take it. Might not like translate. Not, not saying that. Yeah, it might not translate just to their side of like offense. I don't know if that translates to offense the way he coaches. Okay, you know I don't yeah. necessarily know. Like defense, I think you know to play defense, you got to be wired a little bit different. Like you got to respond a little bit different to things. I don't think. Right. I think the way he coaches might work on offensive line, mm-hmm. but as far as a full offense. Uh, Okay. It's kind of hard to manage guys like that when you're – The finesse that, element of it or the whatever. The finesse element of it when you're that way. Okay. You know, because it's not really – our defense and, like, the way he's set up is no finesse. He's not really set up finesse. <laughs> he might disguise, but there's no finesse set up. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that's that kind of goes back to something we heard a few years ago in the preseason about a young defender. And we asked O'Brien about him, and he said, well, he's good. We think he's going to be really good, but he's got to figure out – personality-wise, who he is, because he's out there with Watts and Clownies and Cushings and guys who are, you know, on the football field, they're animals, mm-hmm. and you gotta, you got to be able to match some of that. I mean, sounds like it's sort of a thing that sort of translates from what you're talking about in mm-hmm. college there, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you just kind of, that's just how we are. Like, it's just as a defender. Like, you see me on Sundays, I paint up, and I just, mm-hmm. I'm not... DJ Reader, the guy who is up here hanging out. You're not or, the gentle giant here at Fun yeah, Rutgers. Yeah, I'm not the guy who... Sipping a shake, talking baseball. Is that when Grave Dave comes out? Uh, is that is, yeah, for sure. Is that Dave's when you're running through the tunnel, or is that when yeah, you put when on does the it happen? Uh, when does he transfer? Early, after I send a picture to... Um, I take the same picture, you know. 
I told you earlier about my news just a minute ago. So yes. I write that name here, and then I send that same picture over and over every game to my family and stuff. And so after that, I'm pretty much locked in. Like I'm locked in. EJ, thanks so much for being with us. Good luck against the Raiders on Sunday. We're looking forward to it. I oh, appreciate it. How about it for DJ Reader here Thank at Bob Rutgers, Greenway, Texans All Access, next right here on Texans Radio. This is Texans Radio. Teachers, are you looking for a resource to help your students blitz through the math section of the STAR test? Join Toro, the Houston Texans, and ConocoPhillips as they help third and fourth grade students tackle math together with Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a video series that will challenge your students on math topics like fractions, multiplications, division, and place value, all the while having some fun in the classroom. Sign your classroom up today for free at HoustonTexans.com and run your students through Toro's Math Drills. Presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! It's Mattress Firm's Save Bake Sale. Save up to $400. Plus, get 0% APR for six years, zero down, and zero do it signing. It's as easy as sign, save, sleep. And get a free adjustable base with any purchase of $699. Don't wait. Your budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Call 1-866-780-6220 for credit costs and terms. For new accounts, purchase APR is 29.99%. Subject to credit approval, valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. Firm.com slash sale. Firm.com slash sale.